Well, it's been so long. It's been, it's been a thousand years. All of May, basically, because that was the first week of May. All of May, all of June, all of July, all of August, all of September. And now, like, almost half of October by the time this comes out. Mm -hmm. Five and a half months. That's, that's sad. That's really, we didn't even, not, we did not mean to do that. No. <laughs> we really did not mean to do that. We made a mistake. It's also funny that we were literally together this summer. Right. For like a week. That feels like a long time ago, though. I know. Remember when I almost got to stay there, but then my flight wasn't canceled? Yeah, rat ass that flight. That was really sad. That was a sad day. It was a really sad day. Um, but I mean, I guess I'm Liza. I'm Ritz. And this is the Little Sleep Much Reading Podcast. Slay Lexi. Slay Lex Lexi still slaying the intro music. May May mm -hmm. still slaying the logo. Mm -hmm. And it's officially been two whole years. Ew. Wait, is that true? Yeah. No. Really? We started it in September of 2021, and now it's October of 2023. That's crazy. Can you believe that? No. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. If you guys didn't know, Liza's not in the United States. Oh, yeah. We forgot to tell you. I'm in Ireland. She's serving in a different country. <laughs> serving. Right now, it's almost 8 p.m. where I am. And it's only almost 3 p.m. where Riza is. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Didn't we have a thing the other day where like you texted me and I woke up? Like we, do you remember? What, what was the situation? Mm -hmm. I feel like I was telling you something scary that happened to me or something like I that. I think, you, and like I woke up at that like exact second. Uh-huh. And it was like 3 a.m. my time. Yeah. That's a bestie behavior. We're still connected. Yeah. Even with C's between. Exactly. No, because exactly. Um, can I share a book hot take? Yeah. The Twilight movies could have been good. Like, I know the books, the books slay, but the books are like camp slay where they're not great. Right. I sure. think the movies could have actually been good. I'm inclined to agree, mm -hmm. but I also do genuinely love the first two Twilight movies. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I love them because they're good or if I love them because they are what they are. You know what I mean? When you say good, do you mean like scary, like a horror movie almost? A little bit. 
Okay. I mean, they could have been like that. And I also just mean like, like, I don't want to say that the acting is bad because they, I believe that they were truly acting their characters. You know what I mean? I believe that that's genuinely how it was supposed to be. Right. But, like, I think it could have been actually good. I'm sure you're right. Because, Mm -hmm. honestly, I mean, and maybe we'll talk about this more later in the season, but, like, the whole vampire genre could have been a lot better than it was. Yes. Like, the vampire renaissance that was had in from 2008 to 2012... 13 Mm -hmm. 14 could have been really good and when you look back at that media and those books now you're like "Mm -hmm. you're like I don't know about that I've been watching Twilight today and I'm just like I skipped Twilight and I went to New Moon and I was in the middle of Eclipse but it definitely Mm -hmm. yeah did you watch the new Interview with a Vampire, like, TV show? No. Me either. I think people liked it. I didn't. I never saw the Interview with a Vampire movie. You gotta watch the movie. I don't know if I want to. Maybe you wouldn't like It's very fun in, like, a gothic horror way. Tom Cruise makes me uncomfortable. I do hate Tom Cruise. And Brad Pitt. I, the only movie I like him in is um, Far and Away. Okay, yeah. Which is, which is good. You should watch that. Have you seen I, it? No. Oh, you should watch it while you're in Ireland because I'm pretty sure they're Irish in that movie. Oh, are they really? Bits. I think, pretty sure. Okay, pretty I'll watch it. I'll watch um, it. But also the, the weird child vampire makes me. <laughs> I know. And that's an <laughs> issue that we have because. Yeah, why do we keep doing that? I don't know because here's the thing they do that in that movie slash book they do that in um this movie i really like called near dark um and then they do that in uh fledgling which you read and they do Um, in twilight and they and i was about to say for the first time ever it occurred to me that someone said i know edward is 17 in his body but there's no way he has the brain of a 17 year old still and I and said, Bella clearly does. I know. And that's when I said, hang on a minute, call the feds. That's not good. Like, that's a little scary. Well, I mean, in Edward's defense, there are definitely times when I feel like he genuinely wants Bella to mature. But then there are just moments where he just keeps her in the dark and doesn't let her make her own decisions. And then he gets mad at Jacob and he's like, you're not letting her make her own decisions. And it's right. like, homeboy. Okay, but also with Renesmee. That's a little. It, it's fucked. I don't know why Stephanie Meyer thought, well, I'll do that. I don't know why she did most of the things that she did, though. No, well, she's Mormon. Okay, we got to. There we go. You know what? You're let right. It's like. Absolutely let it slide um i don't know what reminds me of this but have you ever seen the movie the haunting and it's starring liam neeson and owen wilson and Catherine zeta jones among others no okay so it's based off the haunting of hill house slay 
and I watched it the other day and it's almost more like the book Haunting of Hill House than the TV show is. Okay, cool. So it's fun to watch for that, but it's like arguably kind of a bad movie, Mm -hmm. but I enjoyed it and I feel like you would kind of have a fun time with it. Slay, I'd like to hear that. But that's another one that's like, a book that was turned into so many different kinds of media, none of which perfectly match up with each other or the book. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to watch the old one that's based on Haunting of Hill House that has the weird camera angles, but I don't know. I think it's from the 60s. I think is that, that one's just one? called The Haunting too. Um, Is The Haunting, the one that you're talking about from the 60s, not the one we watched in Horror and Monstrosity? I don't remember watching it. Oh, maybe she skipped it in your class. Was I? No, because I was in. No, we were in different. We were, we in, were in two different classes. classes. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I really. But also I was. I could have been absent. Mm-hmm. I had that class on Wednesday and I had three classes that day and it was my long day. So I tend. I tend when I was going to take a day off. That was my day off. Yeah. No, it was good. It was, like, obviously not scary in the same way that book is. Mm-hmm. It's That book is hard to... I think Mike Flanagan did what he had to do because that book is hard to capture. Yes. And so it's almost like he did the right thing by making it just so different. Um, In case you guys didn't know, this episode is going to be a catch-up on the last five months and what we've read and what we've been thinking about. Let's go in order of last we read it to, like, what we most recently read. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you read in May right after A Court of Thorns and Roses? Um, I read A Court of Mist and Fury. <laughs> Me too. And A Court of uh, Wings and Ruin. Yeah. Did you read I any read of the other ones? I read that later. So we should just talk about this all at once because I've now read both. I didn't read A Court of Mist and Fury. No, I read A Court of Mist and Fury. I didn't read A Court of Wings and Ruin until like July or August. Oh. Um, But... What were your thoughts on those two? Um, I liked them. I think I definitely yeah. liked Mist and Fury the best, which is yes. the second one. Yeah. Um, I did sob like a baby at the end of the third one and called Nick on yeah. the phone crying. Good. But like, slay. I needed it. I'm so... I'm so glad we finally read those books because I honestly love them. Like, I think it's so fun. So I would have given, I honestly, I think A Court of Mist and Fury will end up in my top 10 um, for 2023. Simply because I had such a good time reading it. Like, I literally couldn't put it down. Um, A Court of Wings and Ruin definitely took me longer to get through. So now that I'm thinking about it, I might have even started it, like, in June. And then I didn't finish it until, like, 
July, August, because it just like took me longer to get through. Um, but it was still really good. And I mean, I think that's the thing with a lot of third installments. Like I remember thinking that when reading a lot, the third of a lot of trilogies that it sometimes just takes longer to get through. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I just don't want it to end. Because looking That's at my what finished I would, right. dates, I finished A Court of Thrones and Roses on May 7th. Yeah. And I finished A Court of Mist and Fury on May 11th. So that's roughly four days that it took me to right. read that book. But right. with Wings and Ruin, I didn't finish that book until May 31st. So that's 20 days. <laughs> Yeah, it took you, right, and it took me, like, months, basically. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say, like, I wonder what the psychology is behind it, and I, I'm sure it's that you, like, don't want it to be over, so you're trying to read it slower. But with this one, like, there's books after it, so... I know. So we're... Well, both, both of us resigned ourselves to the fact that we're probably not going to read the fourth one. Mm-mm. So maybe that's it. I don't know. I've had but people I tell me what happens, it. and I'm like, it sounds boring. Because, like, here's the here's the tea. Reading this series opened the door for me that I like to read fantasy romance for fun. You mean romanticy? Yes, <laughs> I like to read romanticy, specifically fairy smut romance mm -hmm. for fun. Mm -hmm. So, on stuff your Kindle day. I downloaded, which I don't, did I tell you about this? Mm -mm. Maybe I didn't because you don't have a Kindle, but um, basically there was this, there's this day that romance authors, a bunch of them make their books free on Kindle just for like 24 hours. And so I downloaded a bunch of fantasy romance Ooh. that I'll just read for shits and giggles. Um, did you so download Guild? Thing. I don't think that one was on there. It was only select books. I was so told like, to read that one. The one I would have read, um, which I read this recently, but we can jump to it for a second, is called um, Wicked Court. Um, and it's, it's like, it's stupid, but it's like, it's not as good as a Court of Thrones and Roses series, obviously, but it's kind of, fun in the same way if that makes sense mm -hmm. see i don't so want now that. i think if it's not you, as you said good, i don't want that yeah like if it's not as good i'm i like already know that i'm gonna be so unsatisfied and i sure i wonder if there's something with romance and romantasy books where they read something like a court of thorns and roses and they have so much fun with it. And then they're forever chasing that high. And that's why they read so many of them. Because it's hard to find another one that reaches, you know. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's what it is. And can you bleep this when I say it? Yeah. Um, I This book, A Wicked Court, reminded me so much of <laughs> But if <laughs> was writing pornography. <laughs> hey, and it is what it so is. So funny. Um, so we'll bleep that out, but it's true. You're allowed to be a hater if they're really rich. Yeah, and there's just like and you're they, allowed to be a. Here's the thing: if they're rich and they're nice about it, cool. But if they're rich and they're stupid about it, mm -mm. not nice. Then we're no. not nice. Same no. with that's my rule. That's like you can make fun of somebody for being ugly if they're mean. Yes. 
like you can't make fun of them for being ugly if they're really nice like you can't cross that line but if they're a bitch Mm -hmm. you can comment on their looks and it's the same goes for rich yes rude rich people you can't be bold eat the rich next question um also (laughs) this is off topic too but since you have kindle unlimited (laughs) did you see which i'm mad at them for doing this but did you see that joe hill grady hendrix damn and two more authors came out with mini horror novellas on there I did okay. not see that. You're going to have to read them and tell me how they are because I want to read them, but they're okay. only on Kindle and they're only Amazon exclusives. And I, but I think they're only like Amazon ebook exclusive. And I like, right. Will not okay. I'll look, I'll look those up later. I'll download, especially the, the Joe Hill one. He's my woman King. Exactly. And everyone's <laughs> saying that they're really good, but I just don't understand how, again, this is a conversation for another time, but I don't understand what, benefits authors get for doing things exclusively on amazon like i just feel like you're closing so many doors for yourself amazon is willing to pay these people so much money it's just like mike flanagan it turns out that fall of the house of usher is going to be his last show with netflix even though he's had such a like prolific good career with netflix because amazon basically bought him and now he's going to produce shows Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna watch an episode after this yeah, um too but he basically Amazon just gave him an offer he couldn't refuse like they gave him so much money and so I'm guessing I'm guessing they did the same thing uh for Joe Hill damn and um Grady Hendrix I know fucking Amazon it makes me so mad I mean, and it's like, okay, I guess it's like, it's not fine, but like a lot of those authors will do like Barnes and Noble exclusive stuff as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like they'll do like a special cover for Barnes and Noble or they'll do like a special afterward that's only in Barnes and Noble. And like, I guess that helps a little bit to balance out the fact that they do so much with Amazon, but it just pisses me off either way. Yes. I hate when people come into the store and they're like, Amazon is so good and the delivery. I'm like, I don't want to then go, then leave, go buy your shit from there. It like, because I have to be nice and put on my customer service face and be like, but really I want to be like, you're stupid. You're You're dumb. dumb. Like you're, you're literally not realizing (laughs) what you are doing and what you're contributing to. Right, right. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we hate Amazon. Which, like, I do I think mean, with the why... Kindle, it's different. Because with the Kindle, you buy a Kindle one time, and then, like, what really are you paying for? Right. I was going to say, like, I do feel bad because I have a Kindle. But listen to me. The Nook is not a good product. No. It's... So. um, What did you read after you read A Court of Thorns and Roses? I mean, A Court, a court of the Whole Series. Um, I am embarrassed to say this. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, I read this book. It my coworkers and I have started like a mini um I don't know like mini I guess like bad horror or like extreme horror book club. Oh yeah. 
So I read <laughs> Satan's Affair, okay, which is by the same person who wrote Haunting Adeline. Yes. Um, it's bad. It's like not a good it's, book, but it was like right. fun to read. Right. You were entertained. I was entertained. Hey. But like, it's one of those books where they start off in the beginning with like something really, really gruesome. And you're like, oh, okay, we're just going to go down from here. And that's literally what happened. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I believe it. Um, I read a really good book that I actually really liked um, called When We Lost Our Heads and by Heather O'Neill. And it's like very loosely based off Marie Antoinette, but like not actually, like oh. it's not following Marie Antoinette, but it's like basically same time period. And like the girl whose name is like Marie Antoine, the main character is like very obviously similar to Marie Antoinette. Um, and it's really weird like it's like a it's historical fiction um sapphic but it's also just like deranged Mm -hmm. like it it's really just like kind of fucked up in a great way um so I really enjoyed that book um and then shortly after that I read Saturday Night Ghost Club um, which I also really liked. Like, I thought it was really sweet. It was not what I was expecting. I did think it was going to be slightly more horror. What date is that? Like a... Huh? What date did you read that? Um, Do you even know? Sometime in July. Okay. May... I don't know. Um, but did you read it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really cute coming of age book. Yeah. You didn't like it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't like coming of age. Right. I feel like once you read The Perks of Being a Wallflower, once you read To Kill a Mockingbird, there's really nothing else you need to read. <laughs> I feel like none of yeah, it is no, like that's great fair. after that. I liked Saturday Night Ghost Club. Um, I thought... It was fun and it was entertaining, but like I wanted more from it. I I expected yes. more from Craig Davidson because he's Nick Cutter and it didn't. It was very quiet. And it was very baseline. It was. And I wonder if he did like, because I don't know where you guys kept this at your bookstore, but at my bookstore, it was in literary fiction. Same. Well, so it's in fiction. I wonder if he, right. Um, so I wonder if he kind of just wanted to try his hand as some at something that wasn't literally traumatizing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. It's definitely not going to make it into like my top 10 or even maybe 15 of the year, depending. But like, when did you read it? You didn't read it this summer. I read it in June. I read it. I finished it on June 16th. I definitely read it after you read it. I was definitely reading it in July. Um, cause wait, where, how do you track your books? On Storygraph. Okay. Cause I, I do it on this other app. Um, and what I'll do is some of the books I remember to update while I'm reading them. Mm-hmm. And some of them, do you ever do this where you just like 
finished it and then a few weeks later you're like oh I finished that book and you go and you put it in and it so it makes it look like you read it all in one day but you didn't Nope, I put it in right after. And I, I said I always put in the start date. I always put in the finish date only because I know usually once I end a book, I pick a next one up immediately after that. So, like, I don't really need Right. to put a start date in. All right, take it easy. <laughs> so I only put the finish date in. So that's why that's how That's I track why you it. know. Yes. That's why you're detailed. Okay. Okay. In that case, what did you read after you read that weird After story? Satan's Affair, Yeah. I read Meddling Kids. Yes. Yes, which is actually really fun and kind of good. Liza, I definitely think you should read it. I read it. Um, I would say it's not as... I want everything to be dark and spooky and terrible. And, like, it wasn't as dark and spooky and terrible as I wanted it to be. It was if you, like, sit there and think about it. But there's nothing that, while reading it, was going to keep me up at night. It was very, like, sci-fi in a way. Dark, dark, dark sci-fi, I would say. Maybe dark fantasy, but... Okay. Um, so I read that, finished that June 7th. Then I read Saturday Night Ghost Club. Okay. I accidentally skipped over um, June, end of June. And we talked about this. Um, I read The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson.
for it's almost like she should have just gone with it more mature and it could have been scarier and it could have been probably more powerful Mm -hmm. um but then there was obviously maybe the fear that teenager it wouldn't be marketed to teenagers but like yeah i wonder if that's what she should have done Teenager shop horror all the time. Meddling kids is not young adult. No. No. Okay. And meddling kids could be. Well. Interesting. Yeah. It could be, but it would have to be like Clown in a Cornfield where it's like, yeah, this is YA, but it's like, don't sell this to a 13-year-old. Right. Like, it's pretty scary, but it's not, there's nothing explicit in it right yeah okay okay um did you read anything else in june my last read in june was also my friend recommended it to me the honeys Um, oh i've heard i've heard good things about this i liked the honeys it it wasn't it's it's like probably not gonna be my favorite read just because it's not what I would usually pick up but I thought it was fun and it definitely was creepy at times and I thought the ending was amazing and there's also just like a good sense of like girlhood and love in it so I like that I love girlhood and doesn't it take place at camp yeah I love I love anything that takes place at camp Mm -hmm. I really wanted to have a summer camp horror read summer it did not happen. Yeah. Either. Well, the that you mentioned that, let me tell you, I DNF'd a book this summer. Ooh. Um and it was called what was it even called? I have it right here. I have a little DNF subsection. Um Okay, I can't find it right now. But it's a summer camp book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's like, um, it's a, it's a haunted house that's like a camp. Like you go to this camp, but it's a haunted, anyway, it was really bad and I had to stop. Okay. But I also wanted to have a summer camp summer it just didn't work and i and it didn't work i should have read nick cutter i should have yeah. read the troop and then everything would have been fine maybe that should be one um, that we read together because that would be fun and i mean i'd like to read it together because i'm starting to be of the belief that like it takes a lot to scare me yeah and people say that the troop is horrifying, like literally traumatizing. And I'm like, I want to read it simply because I feel like I won't be that scared. <laughs> I want to read it because I want that high. <laughs> right. Like if it scares the shit out of me, good. But like, I also want to be like, what are you people talking about? I love when I'm reading a book and I have to get up and turn the light on. Like that is one of my favorite feelings in the world. And it's hard for me to feel that. Right that's what I mean like it's like same with horror movies like sometimes I'll watch stuff and people are like this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life and I watch it and I'm like I was bored Mm -hmm. yeah so that's why I want to read 
the truth. He has another one too, people are really afraid of. The Deep, I think. Yeah, The Deep. Anyway. Uh, what did you read next? Um, let's see. Beginning of July. So this one I finished on July 5th. It was Pen Pal. And this book actually oh. did kind of creep me out. I think mainly because the main character is a kid. I want Liza. I'm going to say this so many times. I want Liza to read this one because I know there are parts that she'll, she'll be like. <laughs> so I read it. I want her to. And this one sells out in the store a lot. It's 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 coming of age. But it's horror and it's good and creepy. It's kind of, it's a little predictable, mm -hmm. but like I enjoyed it for the creeps. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll let you take up most of July because I spent all of July basically reading one book and that was, um, we Don't Know Ourselves by Fintan O'Toole, which is nonfiction, very long, um, but it's basically the entire modern history of of Ireland. Um, so I felt like I, I kind of had to read it before I came here. And it was really popular. Like, I think it ended up being one of the best books of the year last year. Um, and I remember we just couldn't keep it on the shelves that, at work. Um for some reason it was just really really popular but it was I mean it was really like I feel like you don't we don't really get any education on on what happened in Ireland in the mm -hmm. 20th century in the U.S. Um, so that was something I felt like I like needed to know coming into the the space um, so yeah I was it was like over it might be was like 500 pages um, so that, that was my read for July. And if I was reading, I think I was even reading Saturday Night Ghost Club while I was reading part of it. And I was finishing A Court of Mist, A Court of Wings and Ruin while I was reading part of it. So that was my whole month of July. Did you learn a lot? I did. Oh, good. I did. Yeah, I did. It's like, I don't know how worth it it is for everybody to read, but it was worth it, I think, for me to read. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm going to be living here. Right. Play. Play. Um, then on July 9th, I read a comic thing by this comic book by the same guy who wrote Found in a Cornfield. It's called Dead Mall. It was fun. It was fun. Um... After that, I finished Camp Damascus on July 18th. Brand new this summer. Um, I wanted this to be more horror summer camp, but it was more horror LGBTQ plus uh, like conversion horror. But like it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it should be. I think it should be YA. 
but I think because it's religious horror, I don't think they could do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, That might be um, a yeah, no no. yeah, no. But yeah, it was, it was cool. And the guy who wrote it is, I guess, like an online horror sensation. Oh. Um, after that, on July 21st, I finished We've Always Lived in the Castle. This is the first book that we read for my book club. Yeah, I don't really know what I'll say about that. We love Shirley Jackson. We love Shirley Jackson. Um, I think this book dates her a lot, and everyone's like, this is her best book. I don't think it's her best book, but I think it's cool that everyone thinks that, you know? Yeah. I mean, if people are reading Shirley Jackson, good. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, perfect. <laughs> And, and, you know, I think this book fits with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this book is really, like, write what you know. This was what she was going through, and this was her life. And her Right. husband sucked. And Right, right. I like to picture Shirley Jackson acting out in the way that um, Mary Cat did. Yeah. Whether that's... truth or not that's the truth that I'm I want to sure. believe I'm sure it is. I mean, talk about a messed up lady, like, exactly love it. and then when my coworkers pointed out to me that like while haunting of hill house is the like one of the books that you think about when you think about haunted houses Yeah. we have always lived in the castles like the precursor to the haunted house this is the weird house on the street book Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's so true. it felt good to read that Yeah. um on july 26 i read a short book called sleep alone it was okay it was just really weird um i guess it's it's not a vampire book but it's a kind of vampire book in a way Then on my birthday, July 29th, I read And Then I Woke Up, which I loved this book. <laughs> it's just like, it is, um, I don't know. It's just like, it's zombies in a different way. Really, that's what it is. And then, yeah, that brings us to August. Um, I will tell you guys this. I did not do much reading at all in August. Me too. Um, the book I did read, I'm not going to talk about because we may or may not have an entire episode about it. Um, but that was Bunny by Mona Awad. Mm -hmm. I read, That's all I'll say. I read one book in August. Yeah. <laughs> Retweet. um, and it was the Sundown Motel. Oh, interesting. And I liked it. I was just in, I've just been, since August, I've been in a really bad reading slump. Yeah. Um, so it took me forever to get through that book. Even though, like, I did like it. I think it's, I understand why they put it in horror. 
it does feel very thriller, mystery thriller-ish, but I understand why it's in horror and I'm not mad that it's in horror. Um and uh the 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 love interest, his name's Nick. So I got to niche. read it and be like, I'm with my niche right now. <laughs> my new pet niche. My new pet I niche. like that. I like that a lot. That brings us to September. Um, so I read a lot-ish um for class in September. Um and the first of which is The Body in the Library by Agatha Christie, which you can skip. Everyone, you can skip it. Good to know. I think I've decided that I hate Agatha Christie. I understand what she has done for this society, and I respect her for that. Um, but I can't stand that woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never had a good time reading her books. I don't particularly like the movies they make of her books at all either. Um, so we have to thank her for her contributions, but we don't have to read them. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I read Bedelia by Vera Kaspari, which is was out of print. And then the feminist press uh, brought it back for their Femme Fatales series. Cool. And it's really good. It's really good. It's old. Um I don't even, I think it's from, it takes place in the 1800s, but I think it's from like the 40s, 50s. Um, Really, really fun. Femme Fatale. Quick read. Um, And it was by a woman at the time, right right around the same time Agatha Christie was writing. So it just shows you a kind of different perspective from Agatha um, that I actually like a lot better. And then after that, I read Deep Water by Patricia Highsmith, which I thought was amazing. Uh, I had never really read much of anything by Patricia Highsmith. Um, she's deranged. Like you could put her in a, uh, a, a, a right, put her in a room with Shirley Jackson, see what the fuck happens. It would be bad, um, but it would also be kind of great. Um, but yeah, that lady was Fifty Shades of Fucked Up, but I liked that book a lot. I, I'd read more of her stuff, and uh, the only advice I have is to not watch the movie adaptation with Ben Affleck. I didn't watch it, but my professor specifically said, do not watch that. And I said, all right, Queen, I trust you. We hate him. We hate Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. So that was my September. Let's see. My September was... On September 1st, I finished episode 13. Mm. What is that? I know everyone. You've probably seen it all over TikTok. I don't think I've ever heard of that in my life. Episode 13. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe I have. Wait, who Premise? wrote that? Uh, Craig DeLui, I think his name is. Okay. The premise sounds cool. It's mm-hmm. like ghost hunting team haunted house. Sounds cool. I want to read a book about ghost hunting team. That would be so cool. Execution. Not my fave. Um, I thought it was going to be more haunted house than it was. It turned out to be a little bit more found footage. 
And you find that the problem with found footage in writing is there comes a point where someone has to continue the story. Someone has to tell what happened at the end. Mm -hmm. And it like is usually not executed well. And it wasn't executed well in here. The, The ending wasn't like happy, but it wasn't as messed up as I wanted it to be. I feel like the best ending for a found footage is like nothing. Yeah. And then you let the reader take over. Yeah. And you didn't do that. Um, Also, the ghosts, question mark, in this are hippie flowers children, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, So like. It's also really slow and it doesn't really get great until the very end. Well, that's not um, fun. Where it gets better and then it has like kind of a happy, not happy, but a decent ending where you're like, okay, I'm not totally satisfied. Um, So I was, I had high hopes for it and it let me down a lot. Okay. Um, I don't think I would discourage anyone from reading it. Yeah, but you really do have to like get past the beginning of it because it's hard. And also from a writing standpoint, it's cool because he does a lot of things that you can pick apart. I feel like maybe this is also mean in the TikTok age, people don't pick writing apart anymore. People don't dissect it. No, it's that's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Whereas, Literally. like, I want to sit down and be like this end made sense for this character because x y and z and that was that was a good you could tell he planned out his writing you right. know what i mean yeah, i want to exactly. do that yeah and i don't feel like people do that anymore no i don't think so so whatever um after that on september 7th i finished the book that everyone says is so messed up um the laws of the skies oh yeah and like, is it messed up? Yes. It's, you know, 15, six-year-olds go out into the woods and none of them come home. Pretty messed up. But like, was it good? No. Was it good writing? No. It just wasn't. It cool just cover was though. Yes, cool cover. Fun concept. It's the troop. It is yeah, another version of Playground. But Which like you, you also read Playground, right? I haven't finished it. Okay, good. <laughs> um on September eleventh, I finished um Shady Hollow, which Yay. was just a fun little like silly goofy read. Mm-hmm. Um animals, mystery. Me and Nick read it together. We were both like, this was fine. It was okay. But that was it. Um, and then I have not finished a book since then. And here we are. Wait, I thought you finished Paul Bearer's Club. No. I I've I'm I've read more than half of it, but I haven't finished it yet. Okay. Um I don't like it, and I don't know if I'm gonna finish it, to be honest. I think Paul Tremblay was trying to do something and missed. Mm. 
I hate that. The, the like, it's like there's a girl who's comment, who's like writing notes on a memoir that a guy wrote. So they're both talking, they're both sharing their points on experiences that they've both lived through. So he's mm-hmm. like, this is how the story happened. And she's like, no, it's not. You're crazy. So the whole book is, he's like, this is my life. And this girl, Mercy, is a vampire. And Mercy's like, I'm literally not. And you're delusional. <laughs> That's the whole book. That's the plan. Um, Yes. Another coming of age book. It was very, in my opinion, it's Perks of Being a Wallflower meets Twilight. Hmm. Dorky boy who hates himself meets older hot girl they become friends and then he suddenly like you're a vampire and she's like i'm literally not chill out that's the book um and then we talked about it in book club yeah no one liked it oh good okay no one liked it um and the other thing that really triggered me is they were all like i don't understand why she's still friends with him and he's so terrible and he's manipulative and their relationship is obviously so bad and i was like wait a minute you guys have never had a friendship like this? And they were all like, no. And I was like, you've never had a manipulative friendship like this. Where like, he sucks one day and then the next day everything's fine. And you guys have a lot of fun and he's impressionable. So you show him all your favorite things. And then you guys always do your favorite thing because he'll do whatever you say. And then he stalks you. And it's fun. It's like fun, but it's bad. And you know it's bad. And so it's cyclical and it keeps happening. And they're like, no. And you were like, oops. <laughs> I was like, just me? Oh. You were like, a story of my life. Yes. They were literally like, Mercy's character makes no sense. No real person would do this. And I was like, oh. Um, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, and then the other book that I haven't finished yet, and I don't know, is Playground. Yeah. The Hit Sensation. I don't know. I'm just bored by, I get bored by like, violence for violence sake or just like messed up things for no reason I hate it it's it's really pisses me off and I'll do this like I've done this a few times like I'll send the I'll send this TikTok to Marissa these different TikToks that are like um oh here's the most disturbing books I've ever read in my life and they're all written by men Mm -hmm. and I'm like there's something going on and it needs to stop. Yeah. And and playground is always on that list. And and same with like slob. I think it's called by the same guy. Um, I have but- slob, and I like. I'm mad that I purchased it because I am not because I'm reading playground, and I'm like, this is boring to me. Right. I already know. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to get what I want out of slob. Yeah um we hate violence for violence sake it's really ridiculous um and and here's the thing splatterpunk can be done well like i think gone to see the river man is splatterpunk and guess what i think it's done well wasn't that written by a woman no oh brother was written by a woman brother was written by a lady right i take back what i said but gone to see the river man we still like it I do like it. It's weird. Also, I've made a connection in my brain. What did you do? There's a 
there's a in Gone to See the River Man, main character is a woman. A period. Weird sexual things with the woman. Yeah. In Playground, mm-hmm. the main bad character mm-hmm. is a woman. Period. He's got weird sexual things. Of course she does. Interesting. Let's examine it. it. It's, listen, too many mm-hmm. things to write a thesis about, not enough theses mm-hmm. to write. <laughs> right. Um, In October, I read a book that there's no point talking about now because I'm going to tell you what's when we're going to talk about it in a minute but that was and then I woke up um and then I'm in the middle of a really 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 good book right now called The Expendable Man by Dorothy Hughes and it's not horror but it is one of the most disturbing uh books I've read but not like playground where it's just disturbing for the for shits and giggles um it's about it was written in the I want to say the 60s um and it's about a black man who is being accused of murdering slash giving a botched abortion to a white girl in the mid in the mid in the west like in like phoenix um and damn I have to keep putting it down because it's really obviously upsetting um but it's a really good book like i i'm sure it'll make it into my into my top 10 for the year and that's where we're at man the reading slump is really just like choking me i think i'm just reading bad books what are you reading for next week's episode the house guest oh that'll get you out of the slump yeah it will. That'll get me right out of this one. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. And uh, for book club next month, we're reading Slewfoot. Oh, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. It's so all going to be better. DNF Playground and Paul Bears Club. Just do it. It's fine. Nobody, no, no big loss. There's too many books to read, you know? And you're going to have a nice little twist because obviously the house guest was written by a woman. Yes. And then Slewfoot was not, but it feels like it was. We love that. We love Brom, My Woman King. I love that book so much. Slew. So those are our... That's that's where we're at with our little reads. That's what you, that's, that's what you guys missed. That's catching up. Next week, if you um, couldn't put it together, is... What are we even calling it? Like short books? Pocket sized. Pocket sized. Because they're not even. Pocket sized. Not only are they thin, they're short, right? They're tiny. I mean, they're baby books. Baby, tiny book. So small. We love them. So that's the first real, real episode back. Who's excited? Me. We have a lot of fun stuff in store. Oh, we have so many fun things. We've planned out our entire season already, and everything is like banger, 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 banger. It's going to be great. And it's a lot of horror. Like, we should almost just rebrand ourselves. But I say 
we leave it up in the open just so we have the Not opportunity to to read other stuff but it's basically all horror but I, I feel like that's all she wrote in the meantime yeah i don't think we really have anything else um see you next week yeah we'll see you then <laughs>